Welcome everyone. This is uh, Steve Olson. I'm a research fellow uh, at the Heinrich Foundation and I'm very pleased uh, to be joined today by Ted Alden. Uh, Ted is a professor at Western Washington uh, University and a senior fellow at the Council for Foreign Relations. And Ted and I are going to be talking a bit about uh, the U.S.-China trade relationship uh, and in particular uh, where things might be headed in the aftermath of the presidential election. Um, Ted, I'd like to ask you to, to sort of uh, set the stage for our conversation. Um, from your point of view, where do things stand today in terms of the U.S.-China trade relationship? I mean, things are, are really in a pretty bad state. Uh, most of the tariffs that have been imposed by the United States and China in their trade war over the last several years remain in place. The highly uh, uh, vaunted phase one trade deal in which China was supposed to purchase high quantities of U.S. goods is falling far short of those promises. There's been little of the structural reform that was promised in China, we have at the moment no functioning World Trade Organization to help resolve disputes between the United States and China. Uh, we have an escalating technology war, uh, growing U.S. restrictions on sales of semiconductors to Huawei and other companies. Uh, we've had uh, battles over TikTok and, and WeChat. And on top of that, you've got the Chinese actions in Hong Kong and Xinjiang, which are making the overall relationship um, more tense. So, so it's a pretty rough time right now uh, between the United States and China on the economic front. Um, I mean, that leads me to the, the question, do things get any better if Joe Biden becomes the next president? Where do you think things might head in a Biden administration? Well, I, I don't think there's any question that the, the, the style, the tone, the tenor of trade policy under a Biden administration would be quite a bit different from the Trump administration. We're not going to see the combative, uh, over-the-top rhetoric. We're, we're not going to see the unpredictable, uh, sometimes erratic uh, trade policy by Twitter uh, that we've seen under, under the Trump administration. Um, but when you look at the underlying uh, substance of the trade policy, uh, the differences might actually be less uh, than, one than, than what one might expect. Um, Biden has made it clear that that very much like Donald Trump, uh, he intends to pursue a U.S. worker-centered uh, trade policy, and specifically on on China, he's 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 basically articulated the same set of grievances uh, that the Trump administration has. Um, uh, so much so uh, that, that that Trump has actually accused him of plagiarism. So I think anyone uh, expecting a a meaningful um, a de-escalation in trade tensions between the U.S. and China under a Biden administration uh, uh, will likely end up being disappointed. Um, but, but, but Ted, having, having lived through the 2016 election, um, I suppose it wouldn't be wise for us to, to preclude the possibility that Trump uh, somehow again pulls off an upset. Um, where, where would you see things headed if Trump does in fact manage to get reelected? Well, I think the one thing we have learned about President Trump is, is however outlandish his statements seem sometimes, he tends to do what he says he's going to do. And so he's been asked on the campaign trail about China and what he would do in a new term. And he says tariffs. Tariffs are working well. China is paying us billions of dollars a year, even though, of course, Canadian, excuse me, American uh, companies and consumers are paying those tariffs, but he says China's paying the tariffs, so I think we can expect uh, 
more tariffs. I think he is unlikely to try to work uh, closely with U.S. allies, continue this unilateral approach. You have to think that, that the administration will try to push China for a phase two deal. They've got a strategy. Phase one was purchasing. Phase two is structural reform. I don't think they can get there, but you have to think they'll continue that. The real wild card in this is the coronavirus. I mean, Trump has been talking more and more on the campaign trail about China somehow paying uh, compensation or retribution yeah. for having unleashed what he calls the China virus on the world. And I, and, and I take him at his word. I think if he's reelected, he's going to try to pursue that in some way. So, I mean, given that, uh, what you've laid out about Biden, what I've laid out about Trump, from China's perspective, which would they prefer, a Trump or a Biden? Well, I, I think the, the conventional wisdom and, and certainly the view of, of the U.S. intelligence community is that Beijing would prefer, prefer a, a Biden administration. Um, I'm not sure that's correct, however. Um, Biden would do two things that Trump will not do. Um, first of all, Biden attaches a much higher priority to human rights, and I think that certainly could uh, spill over and complicate the trade agenda. And Biden is also a firm believer in the power of working through alliances. So I think he would certainly um, uh, work closely with the EU, Japan, Australia, Canada, other like-minded countries um, to, to turn up the heat on China and present a unified front on trade grievances. I think that could uh, uh, complicate uh, China's life significantly and pre uh, present them with some real challenges. And based on that, they might prefer the go-it-alone approach of Donald Trump. Yeah, I think I, I, I think you're right about that. I think in a lot of ways, uh, Trump has served Chinese interests by taking actions that weaken the United States. Um, Steve, it's been a great pleasure uh, to talk with you as always. 